Oh my. I wonder who it is. I wonder who it is. Hello. Hello. Alright, let me uh, turn off my my phone thingy. <laughs> I can see your little picture <laughs> in the middle and it looks like you're like looking right at me. <laughs> I, I kind of expect it to move and talk. <laughs> and I don't know why. Which, which picture is that? On your, uh, this, uh, the messenger app. Yeah. Because it's an audio, so I guess it's probably one of your profile pictures, maybe. It probably is. So, let's Am kinda... I peeking out from underneath my hand? No. It looks no. like you're probably sitting on a couch. Or yeah, just, just sitting there grinning. Just, yeah. yeah, just sitting there grinning. Yeah, for a minute mm -hmm. there, I was like, is that, is she on there? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was... I wasn't recording recording that. I didn't know if anybody wanted to be, uh, you know, videotaped. I don't like to start doing that without, uh, uh, you know, permission. Some people don't want to be seen. Oh, well. So, uh, makes me wonder about them a little bit. It takes a little bit of their credibility away from me yeah if it uh, yeah. well like people who's done it for years otherwise I mean I'm like oh you're just the unknown comic <laughs> it's just a big purple dot with your initial in the middle huh yeah yeah but we're not here to talk about that <laughs> I am here trying to get our audio lined out, so <clears throat> I think we're, we're good. I don't want to be too loud. I don't want to be too soft, and you seem like you're doing okay. Okay. All right. Well, you know, we were just, uh, you know, we didn't have a plan. I just was like, hey, I want to do a show, and you were like, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who, me? You're like, really? Yeah, alright. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> well, I'm sitting, I'm sitting out back uh, in the yard, and I've got two dogs here, so they're on a, they're on a rabbit patrol right now, and uh, so they go in and out of the house. Um, kids should be home at the same time now. You know what I found out today? Yeah. Speaking of being on the, you know, the rabbit hunt or squirrel hunt, uh -huh. that you cannot kill an armadillo and you <laughs> cannot relocate it, you can't trap it. Is that right here in Florida? Oh, I don't know about that. I, this is going to sound awful, but uh, back when I was doing uh, World War Two reenactments, <laughs> we we, had, we we did some. We, we were doing some camping, you know, uh, group camping, and some of the boys got a hold of an armadillo, and they played soccer with it. Yeah. Well, you know, I and don't it, know if there's a law against playing that, I mean, soccer. After, after they were done playing soccer with it, it you know, 
I got up and it shook it off and waddled away. <laughs> I've only had to deal with one. And I've, I've seen plenty down here and they usually just ignore me. Right? Oh, all the ones I've seen were on the road and in bits. So. Uh, well, see, I get out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And when I first got down here, Okay, I had a habit of, I like hiking at night, right, to test my right. skills. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking through. Okay, I know there isn't anything dangerous out there other than alligator. <laughs> but I'm nowhere Panther. near, I'm there's nowhere near Panthers. where, um, there's what? Panthers, there's, <laughs> there's Panthers here in Florida, you didn't know that? Oh yeah, I knew that, but. That that's not gonna mess with me. Uh, you know how much bigger than a panther I am. It's not. It's not that you're so much bigger. It's just that you know you're prey. <laughs> oh no, I'm not the prey. I'm the apex predator. Is what I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I can eighty-six a panther. I can eighty-six all of them. <laughs> Panthers ain't gonna kill all of us. <clears throat> But a alligator, that's a whole other different thing. But I'm out mm-hmm. in the woods, so I, I have got like a a 99.9% chance that I'm not going to run into an alligator. I know there's no water out there. I'm good to go. But I hear this stuff in the woods. Over off this little trail that I'm walking in, and there's some moonlights in. It's kind of dark. You guys got to get adjusted. And then I started hearing this thing. I'm like, what in the world? What in the world? And it's heading towards me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's never a good good sign when things head toward you. Yeah. Well, you know, I got me a big old Moses stick. Yeah. And I know how to use it. I got a big old knife. And uh, I also got my flashlight that I reluctantly pulled out. So I know this thing is like five feet away from me. I can't see it. So I uh, reluctantly turn on my flashlight. And I see nothing. And I can see everything. I can see the woods, everything. I got a bright flashlight now. It'll light up the night. But then, I can still hear whatever it is coming at me. And then it finally emerged. And it was an armadillo that just sounded like a freaking tank going through the woods at night when I first got down here. Yeah, they're not the most graceful creatures. Yeah, it just kept on going. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. He uh, had his own agenda. He he had things to do. Yeah, he's just rooting around the dirt. Yeah. I understand they're a lot like possums. They just do their own thing and don't want to be really messed with. Well, I heard this person talking about them digging underneath their swimming pool, their above-ground swimming pool. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well. She's like, I got a problem. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, that's an easy problem to fix. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, you can't do that. I'm like, huh? Well. Like, well, maybe I'd get a BB gun or a pellet gun, and I wouldn't tell anybody anything. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to them. Worst case scenario, you know what? I could have been cleaning my BB gun and it went off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Kreskin. <laughs> I'm not a mind yeah. reader. Well, all right, so this week, since the last time we talked, there's been a lot going on. Oh, really? Yeah, the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. Or they have a bunch of initials they call that now. I really don't know what it is. I'm like, what is that? I remember like POTUS. They kept talking about POTUS. It was probably a year before I knew POTUS meant President of the United States. President of the United States, yeah. I'm like, oh, we're all stupid. <laughs> Why don't you just say president, dummy? <laughs> or their last name. I don't know who you're sure talking about. about the United States. And the yeah. POTUS yeah, yeah. did this. And I'm like, who's this Pope guy they're talking about? Is he Catholic? <laughs> What's going on here? Is this, this isn't in the Bible. <laughs> and then it took me a minute, I guess, to figure out. I can't even, it makes me, I think, scrotus is what I think of. Mm-hmm. For the Supreme Court, whenever I see that, I'm thinking scrotum. Yeah. And I don't know why. Well, they got rid of the affirmative action in well, colleges. You know, I, I thought it was racist in the day. It was, it was the racist in the 70s, I thought, too. Because I couldn't figure out how. I don't know. I just couldn't figure out how. You know, it was okay. But then I thought, well, no, there it, was an awful lot of hate going around, you know, in the 50s, 60s, even into the 70s and 80s, really. We didn't see a whole lot of it in the 80s because, because of the way we were raised. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> we were raised that, you know, didn't matter what color your skin was, if uh, it just didn't matter. If you were a good person, you were a good person. You know, if you're you were an a-hole, then, you know, well, nobody then, wanted anything to do with you. Yeah, right? we usually It didn't matter what off. color your skin was. Yeah, it didn't matter what, what color your skin was. If yeah. you're a good guy, you're a good guy. That's all there is to it. If not, we just but, hazed your ass out of there. Yep. So, um, you know, uh, so not so much in the 80s, but there was some damage done and some bad feelings, you know, from the, even from earlier the 50s, 60s, 70s. So, I think 70s was the time that it, it kind of did a turn. It was right after, uh, right after, well, just early 70s, it took a turn. Something happened in 1972, and it, and I think it had affected a lot of the, uh, a lot of the outlook on, on, on different ethnicities. Um, yeah. I, and I can't. I, I don't know what Nixon. happened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know what it was exactly, but I know around 1972 is when I saw a big shift in um, in the way people were thinking. Well, it and, started with the protesting of the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and then it turned into feminism and mm-hmm. uh, the blackism. You know, racism. And then you have yeah, you know, the American Indians. Yeah, they split everybody habits. up. They had the big scoop in the 60s where they you know, just just wrecked them. Uh, 
in the 60s um, and relocated a lot of them. So, <clears throat> but I think a big shift happened sometime in the 70s. And since then, I think we've been split into two, maybe three groups of Americans that, you know, uh, think different different thinking, you know, three different sets of things going on. Depending on who's in power is, you know, gets their agenda pushed, unfortunately. Yeah, I think we were isolated. Like, if something like that came up, we wouldn't do affirmative action. There would have been an adult or there would have been somebody around with enough sense to maybe flick you in the forehead and tell you to just work this out. Yeah. Stop it. Work it out. Yep. You know. Uh, okay, so they're, they can't get into school because they're, they're badly educated. It's not because they're black. <laughs> it's because you stuck them in the oldest schools ever. Fix that. You know. But they never did do anything like that. They're just like, no, we're not going to fix the problem. We're just going to let them in. And then there's just too many damn Asians. Like I heard that uh, UCLA means uh, you see... Uh, what is it? You see, uh, you see a lot of Asians. Is uh, <laughs> But you know the, those those people work hard. I, what else I heard here recently is that there were, when I was going to school, there were kids getting ready for the ACT or really the SAT, SAT. Yeah. right? And uh, and how to get into schools, you know, how to how to write your essay, how to what what you need to do, what kind of grades you need to have, what kind of community projects you need to get into. Kind of things you need to study in order to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was what they wanted to hear to get you in there because you weren't the only 4.0 person or the only 3.8 person in uh, across America. You were right. not. You were not unique. But there's only right. so many numbers, only so many slots. So I remember kids taking time out of their life because I was like, "You're doing what?" <laughs> <laughs> I won't be needing that. I'm not going to Harvard. Right. So they were trying to get into school, but I listened here recently, and Asian people are trying to, they're doing that, but they don't want to be too Asian. You know, where a black kid needs to be black enough. Like if this black kid happened to be a really rich kid that went to really fancy schools, he needed somehow to get in there that he was really a black guy. Yeah. To get into, even, you know, with affirmative action. Yeah, it's called checking the boxes. And you could always check the boxes. Yeah. But I guess... uh you still check them, but yeah, somehow they're crying foul on that. That's a big sin that uh, people can only, at this point, get in with merit. Like, that would really happen. 
Well, that's 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 kind of untrue as well. Um, right. Basically, it's it's if you've got enough money to get in, if you've got enough backing, are you willing to sign off uh, on a a student loan that's going to haunt you for probably the rest of your life? Right. Or a legacy. Um, So it it's uh yeah that's that's mainly why I chose not to go to college. Um, that was my choice. Uh, it was offered to me. Um, the scholarships were offered to me in school. I was a bright student, but I did not want that student loan. No sir, did not want it. Yeah, that wasn't happening. But my first year was like four hundred and twenty dollars, and buy the books. Mm-hmm. And that was full time. Wow. I mean, it was still kind of like a lot of money, but it really wasn't comparatively yeah. to other schools mm-hmm. that were at that time were thirty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was in state. Marshall, go herd. Yeah. And see, when I checked in into Marshall, it was closer to. I was thinking it was closer to to uh, fifteen hundred a semester. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I just said, walked in. Mm-hmm. Nah. Gave my high school diploma. Hmm. <laughs> they let me in. <laughs> See, they wanted they wanted me to take the SATs, the ACTs. I took the SAT and uh, I scored really well on it. I think I was in the eleven hundreds. I think, nice. which is kind of middle of the road. I mean, it's better right. than the low. Well, better than the low part. You're probably like me. You just right. walked in off the street and took it. Uh, yeah. You know, you probably didn't spend the last two years of your life studying for it. <laughs> no, I didn't study for it. That's you know, for sure. I knew people who did. I had no, I had no, I had no, I had no, I, I just did not want to go to college. Uh, ever since I was six years old, the only thing I really wanted to do was have a family. So, I, never I didn't realize you went to college to find your husband, but <laughs> that's that was the long and short of it. I never thought I would go, but then it kind of had an opportunity, and I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, here, here's my high school diploma. Graduated. Well, and, uh, I know it's a little late in life for me, but I'm really thinking about going back and uh, seeing if I can't pull down something. People like know. that. Yeah, they like to see Granny in the in the in schools they like your guy could be a a granny i go back in and tell them i identify as a granny <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you gotta see some of the kids i've been around i feel you know i feel like they came out of my body leave me alone <laughs> don't tell me i'm not a granny damn it then they all want they all want me to go party with them and I, that'll be the end of that i don't Party. Well, you might get some token young fellas. <laughs> yeah, I've been down that road. I, I don't care to do that. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Come yeah, on, I, Granny. Yeah. 
I've always loved grannies, and now I'm the same age as grannies, and I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, it sneaks up on you. It does. I'm like, because in uh, your mind you're still, you know, stuck at twenty or twenty-five or whatever age. Oh yeah, well I'm thirteen. <laughs> Except I, you know, I don't climb to the top of the tree anymore. You know, uh, I climb up to where, like, see, I could climb all the way up there, but I got more sense than that now. <laughs> <laughs> so we got rid of the old affirmative action, and how about Mr. O. Biden? His promise to get rid of the debt for the kids going to school. Mm, that's unconstitutional. Yeah, it turns out he, I'm going to say he told a fib because everybody uh, in the world it, knew that was unconstitutional. A, yeah, he's told it a couple times, and Supreme Court's told him a couple times, hey, you can't do that. You can't, you can't, do, you can't, you can't, you can't spend other people's money like that. You've got to run it through Congress, dummy. Now, they'd probably mm -hmm. run it through Congress. Don't get me wrong. No, they, try. they try to. But we're not letting it happen. The people have spoken, I think, on this issue. Yeah, I mean, I know people who did not go to school and did well for themselves, and it will piss them off if they got to pay. Well, it kind of ticks me off, you know, because that's the whole reason I chose not to go to school is because I did not want that debt over my head. But I know people who died been miserable Knowing they owed that money, could not pay it, they were, or they were paying it, but they were not living. You know, they were surviving, and they yeah. died. They're in the ground right now, and they still owe that money. Right. And and uh, I don't know what to say about that other than they need a better system. Yeah. Somebody needs to make somebody needs to make less money along the way in, in all that. The superintendent of schools now makes close to a million dollars a year. Well, um, what they need to do is let like people, my dad, back into the uh, parent and teacher association once or twice a year, and uh, that problem wouldn't happen because those people yeah. didn't let those people act that way back then. No, and uh, I mean it's not. Mm. It comes back to community service. There is no there is no community service anymore. People expect to get paid for doing for looking at something or for uh, for whatever for their time. People are looking for for getting paid on that, and it's that's not part of being a community. Um, the taxes are supposed to go for certain things, but then you know anything left over should be uh, put back into into the community. Yeah, or at and, least have uh, a damn pizza party <laughs> that at the would end be of awesome. the year. <laughs> have a pizza party for the town. <laughs> yeah, you know, have, <laughs> have a block party, pizza party. That'd look, cool. well, look what we did, you know, and that would incentivize, you know, look, we'll get a pizza party and some fireworks, but we can only do that if we save <laughs> enough money from, you know, these right. other things. Right, so everybody pitch in, pitch in an hour or two a week, you know. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, just go go walk around your neighborhood and pick up trash. Oh, yeah. Or better yet, don't litter in the first place. So, you know, people don't have to go around picking up trash. Then they can be freed up to go work in the soup kitchens or um, 
just service to others in some way. And I, that would, uh, I would love to, I go to this park and I'll pick up trash. And mm-hmm. I know there's a trash can ahead of me a little bit, so I don't mind carrying it. And then sometimes I know I'm past the trash can and I'll see this big pile of stuff and I'm like, man. You know, if I had a bag, I might go over there and pick it up. But I would just love to see the people leave it there. <laughs> I'm like, well, see, I've always, I always taught the boys whenever we went someplace, any place. If we go to the beach, if we go to the woods, if we go camping, if we go to any of the reenactments that we went to, the national parks, wherever, wherever we go. You know, take a look around. Be aware of your surroundings. You see some trash, pick it up, you know. Always leave it cleaner than what you found it. Yeah. No matter what you do. It's not a big and, deal. And it's just a good, it's just a good rule of thumb, and it, it it helps. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it helps a lot, but it helps. It really does. It does. And, you know, maybe somebody didn't throw it down. Maybe it blew there. You yeah. know, blew off a table and it got away. A raccoon, a raccoon got a raccoon it. got it. Because <laughs> that's a that's a mess when the raccoons are getting in trash. I saw a raccoon getting ready to go into my trash can one night, and he saw me, and I told him <laughs> the what for, and he walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? They kind of have that attitude where they just kind of look at you like, oh, oh, it's you. <laughs> I've got to go over here now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll leave Maybe here. Maybe your neighbors have something good. <laughs> You're, yeah, I, this, this is not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be hassled, man. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for food. <laughs> I'll be like, dude, I'm cool. You eat what you want, but leave it in the can. Don't knock it over. <laughs> you know, you don't need to put a napkin around your neck, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't need the lady and tramp up here. Well, we're going to run them off. <laughs> now, I might sit and watch that. I might I'll take a picture and put it on Facebook. So, so yeah, that to me, to me, the whole student loan thing was, to me, it was a personal shot across the bow because I chose not to go to school for that reason, for the reason that I did not want that student debt hanging over me. So, um, I taught myself basically. I went to the library every day and I did my research on different subjects that I wanted to research and came to my conclusions on different things and. And it worked out well for me. Uh, I thought it worked out well for me. Um, but just not, you know, just not incurring the debt to begin with. Well, I can tell you right now, I've gone in and fixed things at the brain surgeon's house. <laughs> <coughs> and this one was a hoarder. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, oh, oh my. And then the garage, oh. But the good thing, they, they weren't like the dirty, dirty hoarder. This is all like in boxes and stacked. And oh, 
neatly stacked and packed away. And everywhere, though. <laughs> Don't get me yeah. wrong. So, so, it's a, so it's, OC, it's an OCD thing, from what I understand. Hoarding is an OCD, kind of like a side effect of OCD. Uh, you hoard. I'm like, I wow. might need that. I'm like, man, I mean, you got to clear out this whole garage. And by you, I mean me. And you know how much <laughs> you're going to pay me to move all these boxes? <laughs> you can either pay me to move them, or you can get you somebody else in here. It's a little cheaper. But yeah. they got to go if you want this problem fixed. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's got that one thing that they always kind of gravitate toward. And I'm going to say this because it's kind of funny. Mine was socks for the longest time. <laughs> Anytime I went to the grocery store or even to the department store or Dollar Tree, Dollar Store, there was always a pair, of, there's usually a pair of socks in that place somewhere. And I would be over there looking at them like I needed a pair of socks. Uh, I don't need socks, um, especially now. I live in Florida. I, I've got two pairs of socks <laughs> that I've kept, <laughs> and those are just in case. I don't know the air conditioner gets too low or right. It's, it's I have no idea. I think that maybe the three days in February where it gets really cold down yeah. here. I'm not you sure. You wake up and it's 39. <laughs> but I, I kept two pairs of the socks that that I had. And I got rid of all all of my other socks, but I can I can remember I can remember where I bought each and every pair of socks that I had in my drawer. Some of them are twenty five, thirty years old, but <laughs> <laughs> my favorite socks, you know, uh, I had my favorite socks, and then I had my sick socks. You know, when I when you get sick, you just want comfort, you know, touching you, and and these were this pair of socks was my sick socks i'd put them on when i felt sick and they felt made me feel better <laughs> as strange <laughs> as that is but uh but yeah that was it's part of an ocd uh no hoarding instinct but but everybody's got something like that for some people it's sunglasses for some people it's notebooks empty notebooks i don't know why but there it is Ooh, um, for some I, people i like to get cool. notebooks <laughs> for some people it's tools some some people it's oh, clothes I like tools some people it's shoes I mean it's there's like, always like that books. one thing that if they've got an extra twenty dollars in their pocket they're gonna buy they're gonna buy that item whatever that item is even though they've got a whole closet full somewhere yeah I, I call that an addiction that's <laughs> <laughs> what that is I learned about it when um, I was doing budgets at one time I was helping people, you know, that were making very minimal money, uh, make their money go longer, further, stretch it out. So um, I would help them by making a grocery list of the three three major groceries that are in the area and what they have on sale. And then I could make a, a meal plan for the week um, based off of what you could get on sale for buy one, get one or whatever in those three ads and I could I could cut that grocery bill down save it was originally $50 I could I could cut it down about half of that um, and there were weeks <laughs> there were weeks when the boys were little that that I was able to do 
groceries for the week for $20. But um, I know it's not anything like that now. Now it's more like $50. And even then, it's, you know, I'm, I'm cutting corners, but it's getting harder to cut the corners with these, uh, well, the way the prices are going. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, the corners yeah. are already round. <laughs> there are no corners. It's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody use a jigsaw around this one. <laughs> but uh, we we started growing our own uh, vegetables here and there, uh, just to help supplement dinners and things. Yeah, well, you and know, you can like cut off the end of the green onion and grow a green onion. Again and again and again. Yep. Isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I don't know if this is true at this point. Uh, ten years ago, it was true that they've cloned and GMO'd just about everything, right? Yep. And mm -hmm. they cannot GMO a green pepper, a bell pepper. Hmm. Now, maybe they've mastered it now, but at one point, ten years ago, they that was about the only thing they haven't GMO'd. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't heard if they had or yet or not. I know a lot of uh, a lot of the seeds that you can get out of your vegetables that you buy from the store are not viable seeds. I know that. And that's kind of sad. That but, is uh, sad. Yeah. And then if you grew it, they probably, Monsanto would sue you for their property. No. E even if you did get it to grow, it wouldn't grow to maturity. Um, it, they're kind of, they come out kind of deformed and weird, <laughs> ugly fruit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, they're doing a lot of, or I feel there is a lot of destruction of our food going on and I oh, feel yeah. that it's on purpose it's been going that way now it's been going that way now for quite a while um, I'm gonna say at least for the last four years that I know of well um, in my show notes mm -hmm. uh, and there's probably more but there's a link to an article with all 100 food processing plants across America that have burned mm -hmm. down or blowed up or had mm -hmm. airplanes fly into them. Oh, yeah. So th yeah, it, that's in that my happened. show notes. You know, it's a couple years old now, but uh, there's probably more. But it has a link yeah. to each and every article and story where that story is, too. So it's not like it's just, here's a list of them. You click on them and it takes you to the you know the Kansas City meat processing plant story written by WXKI or whatever yeah huh well, I know it's been going on for at least four years um, the the food uh, disruption of the food cycle in America um, that and the actual the actual ingredients that the corporations are able to put into Say, for instance, ketchup. See, if you got your ketchup, same brand, same brand of ketchup from Canada, it's got three ingredients in it. 
in America, the same brand of ketchup has eight, nine ingredients. Why? Why do we need eight or nine ingredients in our ketchup when Canada can do it in three? Because they are lining somebody's pocket by buying that product from them to put in the ketchup. To put it in there. And it's nasty stuff. You know, Bill Gates and those freaks are evil people. In my opinion. Is it because of the population that the United States is starting to, you know, buckle down with? So they're trying to keep us stupid? That's that's my that's that was the kind of the direction I was going. Oh is that maybe the you know, the poison that they're putting into our food is trying to keep us stupid. Keep us, you know They hate unhealthy. They hate us. Uh, Bill Gates and is not allowed in India because of uh, like I heard he you know he would put out tetanus shots that would make w- women sterile by putting things in there that would make them sterile. Hmm. And uh, their polio vaccine caused polio. <laughs> well. Like it, right now, if anybody has polio, it probably came from a polio vaccine. And that came from Bill Gates and those freaks. That's for real deal. That you could go find. And it's cool. And and like the Impossible Burger is now FDA approved. Oh, that's disgusting. Imaginary, you know, soylent green. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I can't... There's no, to me, there's no nutrition in it that your body would recognize <clears throat> that I can think of. The, the, the things that they put into the, the additives and preservatives and things like that they put into the food, it, your body doesn't recognize it, so it stores it. So then you've got people getting bigger and bigger, um, obese, um, but then again, your body doesn't know what to do with these these chemicals that you're putting in there so your body does the what the what it thinks it can do with them and some of that causes diabetes some of that causes um, Parkinson's Alzheimer's they're they're having they're showing links now to to cancers um, certain cancers uh, and they're all caused from this the the stuff that they're putting in the, the processing the food with. Um, I know on my on my journey of losing weight, I had uh, I tried to go with uh, not processed anything, <laughs> so fruits and vegetables, and uh, I would have me a steak occasionally, um, seafood occasionally. But it's all about balance. You really have to find that balance of, you know, what your body needs and what your body requires. But, but try to be as clean. I get the good a good word for it would be clean, uh, not not processed. Um, I'd rather make my bread at home with uh, grind grind you know with my flour. I make my bread at home and and not have to 
worry about having preservatives in the bread even. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, like I love white bread. <clears throat> Back home, Heiner's bread. And, Heiner's. Uh, <laughs> so down here, uh, I'll go buy white bread out of habit, right? And mm-hmm. and I don't eat a whole lot of it anyway, but it'll, I'll have like a more than half a bag like three weeks later in the refrigerator and it's still not molded or anything. Well, you really want to freak yourself out. Buy, buy some uh, hot dog buns or, or uh, hamburger buns and just leave them set on the counter. It, it'd be three or four months but, and you'll still look at them and they're going, are these any good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still are. I had I had some uh, hamburger buns I left out on the counter uh, f- for about a year. I just I was just it was an experiment to me at that point because I I just wanted to see how long how long they could go before they either got rock hard or turned into something. And uh, no. We ended up moving, so I had to throw them away. But <laughs> yeah, I throw them away. I, I think I can only eat like a sandwich or two, or maybe I want some toast. But then I got them like All right, I can't eat any more of that. And I loved white bread. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got the. Uh, I went ahead and pulled the trigger and bought one of those keto friendly. Uh, loaves of bread for five bucks. Uh, the regular bread was still uh, three dollars and some change. And I'm thinking, oh, what's an extra dollar? You know, so I, I pulled the trigger and got the keto friendly. Didn't taste any different. Kind of toasted different though. But um, after that, I just went ahead and went back to the bakery and got a, a, a round loaf of bread and sliced it up myself that way. I some I, I love real butter. <sighs> real butter is the best. I don't. I don't. I you can't. Do. I can't remember last time I had margarine. Yeah, I can't either. I put that away uh, a long time ago. I put the margarine away and started using real butter again. Like a mm, butter. <laughs> how about uh, on a completely different subject okay we'll go with the uh the French Revolution going on over there have you heard anything about that mm, it no, seems like uh the summer of love uh times ten has made it well the French usually do something pretty pretty uh over the top usually well, it, it, to it don't look like French people no that's probably not it's probably uh, Muslims and uh, there was another group that moved in uh, Chechnya or they go to Germany yeah that is there pretty was, there was incredible. a lot of immigrants there's was, was pretty a lot of immigrants coming in um and I guess the the spark was a cop killed a teenager, hmm. and uh, he was, 
I don't know, they pulled him over, chased him down, and he took off and they shot him when he was driving away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he said he thought his life was in danger, and people were like, your life was not in danger. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I think my first answer wouldn't have been to shoot at him unless he had a... I had a dead-on beat, and he had my baby in the back seat, or something. Well, that, or he had—he was going to do bang, harm to himself or others if he did, you know, take off. If there was some some other kind of threat, it's hard to say with those kinds of things because you never know. You know, you just never—you know—don't know unless you're there. Yeah. I mean, on paper, I'm like, uh, was it justifiable? I don't know, I wasn't there. But he pulled him over for <laughs> some reason, and dude took off. Yeah. See. So that's the thing, I'm like, oh, if I took off, I would expect to get shot. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think running from the police is the answer. Uh, no, but they are no matter if you, if you feel like your life's in danger or not, um, yeah, running some place is never a good idea. No, well, when I was a kid, I ran. They called me Rabbit. I was gone. <laughs> they would just have to go to the house to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one, he's like, Wait, don't turn Rabbit on me, boy. I see Rabbit in your eye. And he touched his door. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Because I had a rule. The rule was, do not let the police bring you to the house. So, there I go. Now, they can come to the house, but they can't bring me to the house. I remember my mom going out back and yelling in the backyard while I was hiding. Made me come out. Yeah, but that wasn't me. I wasn't in trouble. But remember the cops like, uh, why'd you run? You know I could catch you. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't catch me. You know, you came here. <laughs> you know, I was probably like 10 years old in the Highlawn area. Good luck catching me there. Good luck. But, uh, yeah. But I also knew that that cop was not going to shoot me in my back. Mm. I didn't even yeah. cross my um, mind. That's because back back in those times... <laughs> and it was a black police officer, Harrison. It's still, you know, still back in those times, you know, kids were kids. And we weren't out there shooting and banging and... and oh, yeah. ...having a bunch of stuff either, you know. We all we all got up to some shady stuff, but it was never something so shady that it hurt anybody. It was usually just, you know, stupid shit. Yeah, and I can't even think, you know, well, throwing tomatoes at passing cars. I like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but we did not start a revolution, and when we did, we, no used, we didn't kill people either. 
So I'm saying we never did anything to harm anybody else, really. It was just annoyance, little annoyances. So when we compare what we went through to what is actually happening, you know, two years ago in America, this year, this summer, and France... Man, it is crazy looking in France, but uh, I'm only seeing what I see on the media. And I also like to run with I don't trust the media. Yeah. Yeah. There's hardly any fires going on. (laughs) It's a peaceful protest. It's peaceful. Those aren't fires in Canada. (laughs) yeah, I heard that also on the news was the uh, Chicago had the world's worst air quality. Out of the whole world, their air quality was the worst this past week. Oh, man. Well, they're right there at the other end of the one of the lakes. Well, the wildfire comes across through there, too, yeah. from Canada. Right there, Quebec. <laughs> I don't know, is that Toronto? <clears throat> but yeah. What about that? There is a number, a number, number. I can see because I got this fancy dancy uh, radar I paid for. And it pulls up wildfires and earthquakes mm-hmm. and lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. and uh, Volcanoes? Uh, I don't know about volcanoes. Oh. I'll have to look. I saw one that pulled up active volcanoes. Any any hot spots. So any wildfires or volcanoes, it would definitely pull up. And uh, there was a string across Mexico um, where it said that it was going to be an imminent eruption because it was all it was getting very hot across through there. And that that was a string of volcanoes that were getting ready to go. Did they go yet? But I haven't heard any. Nope, I haven't heard anything else about it. That's because the uh, Marvel Avengers <laughs> showed up and calmed it down. <laughs> I was thinking maybe the uh, Summer of Love took over the media. And you don't, you're not going to hear any real news now. Oh, yeah. And then that's funny, too, because uh, speaking of hearing the real news, uh, I hear all the stuff about... I don't watch the actual news, but there's, I see all the France thing, and they're like, why isn't the, the media covering the France thing? And I'm like, well, I'm seeing an awful lot of France thing. And, <laughs> you know, they all look like, you know, black dudes with guns. And I'm like, how the hell are you getting guns in France? Hmm. Because they were big on not having them. Right, right. So they showed up with uh, bricks at the Summer of Love. Little piles of bricks. So maybe Mm -hmm. they showed up with little piles of guns, pistols, and... And in France. Mm Mm-hmm. I did see see who's making money on... See who's making some money on that. On the uh, weapons area, you 
cargo container guns goes gone, you know. <laughs> that's that's quite a few guns if, you know, cargo container full. Yeah. And then we had our uh, little uh, train car of explosive go missing a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and nobody talks about that anymore. No. The no, nobody talked about East Palestine for the longest time either. And the I one girl that was talking about it, East Palestine, the train derailment that happened there. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that East Palestine. I was thinking, I don't even hear about Palestine yeah. anymore. <laughs> but yeah, East, East Palestine, Palestine no. Ohio. Right. East Palestine, Ohio, where they had the train derailment back in, what, February, March? And, yeah. Uh, the one girl that was talking about it, she had to go incognito for about a week and a half, and she had to see a <clears throat> she had to see a lawyer, and she had to see a, uh, do a couple other things because uh, she was starting to get death threats. Um, because we all know the railroad, the railroad, uh, the railroad tracks are owned by one company, and the railroad cars themselves are owned by another company and the engines are actually ran by a third company and I think the personnel is somebody different I mean it's they're they're all chunked up into different corporations so that you one blames the one the other blames the third one and the third one blames the first one so there is there is no there is no uh, no one to blame really <clears throat> Right. When it comes down to the legalese on it, you know, there's no one to really pin it on. But, yeah, um, and those are all Biden's buddies. Mm -hmm. And these are all these are all the trained derailments that are happening are all trained derailments that um, they got some pretty pretty bad stuff carrying some pretty bad chemicals. Yeah, it hit the air quality. It hit the water quality. Um, and uh, uh, in my estimation in about 10 months you're going to see a big rash of people with liver cancer in that area <clears throat> from people that were exposed to these chemicals oh yeah well you know because that was the main <clears throat> the main thing I understand is the one thing that they shouldn't have done they did which was blow it up Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just let's set it on fire. Yeah, let's set it on fire. Burn it off. Yeah, then we don't have to ship it off to Texas and Michigan because that's what they do. They tank it. They tank it. They tank it up. They tank up all the contaminated whatevers, and then they ship it off to another state, four, three, three, four, five states away, and they don't tell anybody that that's what they're doing. But within the within the uh, railroad system itself it's all an internal organization that way but it goes across state lines a few times before it makes it to its destination but the mayor the mayor there did not did not know that this contaminated soil was coming to them <clears throat> at the time when he found out they they had a big they had a big blow about it and then, uh, then they started shipping it to Michigan I think yeah, they probably had a big blow up about it because he wasn't getting his fair share. Well, he didn't get paid. Yeah. He's like, you can't bring out here. You gotta pay anymore. me. 
it, it all comes down to that anymore. Anymore, it comes down to you know, if you got enough money, you can pay anybody anything and get away with whatever. <laughs> and it's that's the sad. That's the saddest part because America's America, the Earth, the whole world is like this now. So, you know, if it's it's almost like it, there's nobody out there really caring about wanting to do right. Nobody wants to do right. They just want to get paid. Yup. And how about the odd coincidental uh, movie that came out that had uh, uh, Darth Vader's son or Luke or uh, Harrison Ford the 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 driver Daniel Daniel Driver he played um, the new Darth Vader apprentice thing on the new Star mm -hmm. Wars but anyway he okay. was part of that movie and they had a train derailment in Palestine East Palestine East Palestine yeah 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 she said she she covered this when you know, on her show she said that uh, she she talked about it extensively she said they just had they just shot a movie there and did this exact same scenario. And had the locals. Exactly. Yep. It's like practice. Yep. yep. And so when it actually did happen in real life, it was almost a deja vu kind of thing. Only they didn't expect, you know, <clears throat> they didn't expect the wildlife to start killing over dead. Um. That was the tip off. One of the uh, estuaries of the of the water coming out of there <clears throat> had a lot of dead deer along it, along the waterway, where the deer came down to drink their water, and it was contaminated and killed them almost instantly. Amazing how horrible the world is turning on us, and these people are like blatantly doing this, and. Uh, people like us are blatantly uh, ignoring it or they don't know what to do maybe yeah I think it is I think a lot of it is they don't know what to do they don't know how when the system gets so corrupt how do you break that how do you break the cycle of corruption how do you stop how do you stop people from giving themselves raises <clears throat> on your dime I mean, that's what it comes down to. Well, how, you, do you get... how about this? The things that you can do, you can't say. Hmm. That's true. That's so true. It's like, I don't know who come up with it, but uh, thinking will become guerrilla warf warfare. Yeah. Hmm. That kind of comes back to a dream I had. <laughs> uh, we're being invaded by aliens and um, the only way to combat the aliens was to really just hold the feeling of gratitude and love in your head and in your heart and in your mind and your being and it, it repelled the aliens to the point where they didn't want anything to do with with that so um and thinking about it, you know, I've always had that had a you know, kind of feeling. 
it, it was a thought that I'd had a long, long time ago that maybe um, because we think uh, a lot of our thoughts are so just uh, how do you say um, rampant because <laughs> we never stop thinking really really right I mean you know you you're always got this dialogue going on in your head always so well, no, what happens I can if, not think but there yeah and that's part of mindful meditation and bringing yourself into a, a space but for the average person that's just out there doing their thing whatever they're talking in their head Oh, they're yeah. talking to themselves when they're not talking out loud. They're talking in their head and having thoughts. Well, how so about this? What happens if thought? What happens if thoughts are heard by the aliens and it just sounds like a, just a bunch of screaming noise, and they can't handle that? Maybe that's. <laughs> there are supposedly um, people like you and I can have that our head filled with our thoughts and talk to ourselves and reason out something in our own brain and there are supposedly at this point as many as 50% of the people right now don't have that ability oh what? really? for real oh, no. I heard that um, <clears throat> some doctor anyway and it could be as as low as twenty percent, but he was saying closer to fifty that they really do not have that inner. They don't have that inner monologue. Is how he puts no, it. No, their dialogue going on. Inner no. dialogue. I'm like, what? Aww. What are you talking hmm. about? So they constantly have to talk out everything that they're. That they have to reason out, they have to talk about it. They don't talk about it. They don't reason it out. Like they can't. Oh, reason. they just don't do it at all. Yeah, because they're they don't have that. They're, they have somebody tell them how to do it, and they do it that way. You know, they're the ones sitting oh, watching the CNN. That has to be NPCs. They have to be in. And that is also the character. You know, the NPC, and I'm because I remember. I'm like the what, and they're like, yeah, the non-player character in the video game. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. They they all have to be NPCs if they're not able to reason things out and use their brain. They don't have that divine spark in them or something. Something's wrong. <laughs> and I've met a couple of those people. Maybe they're clones. <laughs> it made sense after I heard that that I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense to that. But most of the people I'm around seem like they're you know there but then it's sometimes they're not hmm. like you know I can tell people yeah, usually when yeah, usually when I'm not there it's because I'm thinking I'm thinking things you know <laughs> mom used to say I used to um, I get the thousand yard stare and I would just kind of like phase out and just not be aware of anything around me well, it's because I was in some pretty deep thought. I was I was trying to ration some stuff out in my head. I like calling um, it that, that far away look in your eye. Hmm. Yeah. That's what we call the thousand yard stare. The kids get it right before they go to sleep. But uh. I get that before I I'm going to rip somebody's head off of their shoulders. 
<laughs> I get this thousand yard stare then. <laughs> I get the far away look in my eye when I'm thinking about things. <laughs> I've already thought it when I got the thousand yard stare and I'm like, oh, you're dead. Uh, I think I might be the most dangerous person on the planet because I'd be, be standing there smiling, just smiling my ass off. Just, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know I can grab this fork and stick it in your eye, right? <laughs> and now it's uh, okay to do that. No, it's not. It's not a it's never okay to stick a fork in somebody's eye. No, well, it is acceptable in this atmosphere. Like you and I, uh, mm. no. I see that and I'm, I'm going to uh, that'll blow my mind. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, kids are home. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Let me just jump out here real quick. Dogs are going to start barking. Bad dog. Go ahead. Right. Bad dog. <laughs> Bad dog show at yahoo.com. Bad dog show at yahoo.com. And this is the Friends Radio Network.com. Friends Radio Network.com. <laughs> uh. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> this dog, Lanny, he he just he's like an airhead. He's the most airheaded dog I think I've ever met. Is he an NPC? He's a poodle. He's a poodle. He's a poodle. But he, you tell him to do something. He looks at you very, very lovingly and very longingly, and then he'll just put his paw up, like he wants to shake your hand. Just <laughs> no, go lay down. <laughs> just looks at you. And he puts his paw up. <laughs> Dogs. You gotta love your pets. I I love mine. I think you may have mumbled. Yeah. I tell Steve, do you have a cue for tonight? Sorry. Cue. Cue. And how about that? Were you on the cue train? The cue drops that kept getting dropped. They, I didn't really fall for the Q thing myself, but a lot of people did. Q. Uh, no, I never did. And I, I try to listen. Listen. I try to listen to different. Um, I got a pretty wide range of people that I I kind of like keep my ear open and listen to in the different circles you know there's uh, the scientific circle and there's a government circle and then there's a um, average people circle <laughs> that just know what's going on in their area and uh, you know I, I kind of collaborate with everything and kind of put it all together on my own for the most part and for the most part you know I can see things I can see trends coming I can see things happening 
uh, and pretty much uh, go ahead and get my gallon of gas now before you know <laughs> before it gets raised thirty cents overnight. Um, but yeah, for the most part, uh, for the most part, if you got enough uh, diversity in your in your uh, friend base, you're able to keep your ear open to a lot of different things coming down the line. Uh, so I, I really didn't that's like a lot of the conspiracy theories that they're now saying are true really that really happened I'm thinking well that really happened I don't know why they didn't follow up on it when it when it happened why did they wait two or three years later to follow up on things yeah the one thing I appreciate who are the people who are the people that are shooting down the stories when the story breaks? Who are the people that are shooting down the stories uh, and and trying to tell you that it's not it's not blue? <laughs> yeah. How many lies do you <laughs> see? Right. But yeah, my first clue of growing up as a kid was the one who sit and said, That person's stupid or if, you know, usually that's how that oh they're stupid, they're crazy. Right. That is usually right, but it's not it, it's but if you <laughs> but did they actually do the research? Yeah. See? That's, that's it, the thing, yeah. Is it a knee jerk reaction saying, Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory? Or did they do their research and find out, oh hey, actually that is true. <laughs> Who knew? No, and that's where those NPCs that you saw during that whole 2019, 2020, 21, 23, even up to now, those people are just following orders. They're they're not working it out in their head. Mm. Yeah. I likened it to uh, how you're your brain makes things appear to you to uh, you know either make you run or fight or whatever and uh, like you know like if my brain makes me see a line it makes me wanna you know take off but some people right. they just it makes them wanna just sit there and some of it it makes them see a fluffy kitty you know to make them feel safe in their head <laughs> like that woman trying to pet the buffalo at Yellowstone. Yeah. Mm. And I, I see them as people that are seeing O'Biden as a fluffy kitty. Like, you know, that just a silly old grandpa. He's like our granddad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, my granddad, when he got like that, we put locks with that made alarm sounds when they opened. <laughs> <laughs> that we put him in a home. You know. Make sure that he was. Make sure that you know he wasn't a danger to himself or others. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, uh, we did not let him roam around <laughs> or rule the world. Yeah, <laughs> down the country. <laughs> like what? You you see that, and I'm like, okay, y'all just doing this shit on purpose. Yeah. It's Y'all are being dumb on purpose. <laughs> and don't make me have to give you affirmation for your stupidness. 
for you being that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, oh, please. You know, I just cannot believe some of the stuff that we got uh, to look at. Um, was it in England? That if you call someone by their not whatever their gender is, if you call the you know if they think they're a girl and you call them a boy and you do that a couple times, you go to jail. <laughs> now, I heard there was like a hundred thousand dollar fine or something. Where, where did that come in? Where did I hear that? At? That might have been you know like your first time or something. <laughs> But this, the other one is a, like a for sure thing, and I'm I'm pretty sure it was over in England. And I'm like, are you high? And you can't like protest at uh, and you can't go protest at a uh, drag queen story hour at your elementary school in Canada. That's illegal. Mm. Why is there a drag queen story hour at school? Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, if this if this program gets big enough, and we reach out to and some of the bigger people are uh, listening, I just want to put this out there. Um, this is something I've been thinking about for quite a while now. Um, little red schoolhouses. If we want to take the education system back, we start building little red schoolhouses. Little red schoolhouses will go back to basics. We'll teach our children what they need to learn. Yeah, the three R's. No opinion. And no opinions. There's no opinions in these schools. None. It's not, you know, I think this, I think that. No. They get learned. They learn the, the basics, the classics, the things that they need to learn in order to figure things out for themselves. Yeah. I'm, and- a, I'm a big proponent of figuring things out. Figure things out. Just figure it out. Somebody out. somewhere along the way in our history has thought about this, the same things and the same thoughts that we're having, having the same conversations we're having. So it's all been worked out before. Yeah. Why are we going backward? Yeah, why I'm, I'm are we I've always backward? wondered why when our kids graduate from high school that they don't have master's degrees in different fields. And they should. Yeah. Um, uh, England, England had... In, I think Britain had had something uh, something toward that, where you know you you basically took a test and saw your aptitudes on different things, and then that's the direction that you got into. So by the time you did graduate, you you've already you're already in your uh, preparatory schools for for what you want to do for the rest of your life. So you have a good solid foundation in. In whatever sciences or field that you want to get into, instead of just you know winging it. Oh look, she likes to make bows. Yeah, that it's just yeah. I don't know. The American system is is messed up to the point now where they're starting to talk about having school choice, and the and the education system is having such a fit about this because they're afraid that their funding is going to get cut and then they won't be able to pay their superintendent close to a million dollars a school year yeah so 
So it's going to bleed the education system a little bit. And they won't be able to indoctrinate our kids and, you know, do whatever they're going to do, whatever they're doing now. Um, but if we go back to the Little Red Schoolhouse, it'd be almost like a home school. It's going to be a, 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 a small place. It's going to have a small amount of kids in it, select few kids, um, kids that want to be there to learn. If the kids don't want to learn, let them go to the public school system. Get indoctrinated. Institutionalized. But Little Red Schoolhouses school need to go in across the nation. I feel like that. I feel like that if a Little Red Schoolhouse went in in just about every neighborhood, I think that that would cover enough and it would get enough of the the young minds that are the brilliant. There's some brilliant kids out here. Absolutely just top-notch. And they're getting overlooked because maybe they're poor. Maybe they're not as well off as the other kids. Maybe they have other situations going on. I don't know. But they're getting overlooked. So little red schoolhouses would basically uh, pull the cream off the top, basically. And even if they weren't cream, even if they're just a kid from around the next door neighbor or whatever, they're going to get that individualized attention and they'll become the cream of the crop. Yeah, and, and these are and it'll spread. Going to be our scientists. These are going to be our doctors. These are going to be our our top notch people. And that's what we're missing now. Right now, we're missing a lot of top notch people. Yeah. Instead, we've got caricatures of women and of men. <laughs> yeah, and th and they don't have a clue what their job is. No, and like Biden said a year or so ago, you know, 50% of the, his women are women. And <laughs> he, they made it sound like it was gaff, but I was like, no, I think he's saying that, you know, out of all the women he has in his staff, 50% of them are actually women. <laughs> You've got several dudes that are ahead of things. You got like this fat yeah. dude ahead of the health program. Oh, yeah. Not that fat people aren't healthy. Thing? And what about the other guy that was stealing uh, luggage? What about and that guy? It? What a character that it? dude was. He was, he was, he was what? Nuclear, in, in charge of the nuclear waste? Nuclear waste. And. Gee. He, he looked like a baboon in heat, his mouth did, when I saw his bald head and his horror lipstick red. I'm like, Man, I was going to say the lipstick. That's what stuck with me was that lipstick. I was like, no way. I know girls that wouldn't wear that. And if, <laughs> and if they did, they were going to be getting really dirty later. <laughs> <sighs> And he was like wearing that to work, and I'm like, no, you are like caricatures of girls. It's like at Dylan uh, Mulvaney, it was like a caricature of a, a, a little girl. And people like call him a woman. I'm like, no, he don't even pretend to be a woman. No, he's pretending to be a girl. 
Yeah. But what do you expect? They don't know what a woman is. So how 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 would you how would they figure out what a girl is between a girl and a woman? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like he is a girl. Women do not okay. act like him. Women would slap him for acting like that around them. Yeah, yeah. They like take your breath breakfast at Tiffany's ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> like you look like Twiggy anyway. But oh, but it won't be long, you know. Even thinking something like that, you might get in trouble. Yeah, unfortunately, that's and and it's like putting the frog in the pot of water and turning the heat on. You know, if you do it slowly, the frog will just stay right there in that water, just happy as everything till it boils to death. But uh, but if you do it all at once, you know, if you bring the water to a boil first and then try to throw the frog in. Frog's gonna have something to say about it. I always thought the women would we're just save like us. That. We're just like that frog. They'd slowly turn the heat up on it, where now it's starting to pot, start to boil over, and and we're all like, "What? What? What? What's going on? What's going on?" Um, freedom isn't free, Mm-mm. and freedom of speech isn't free. You have to you have to exercise it every day. If you don't exercise it every day. It's it's going to erode. It's going to be taken away from you. In little bits and pieces. Yes. And that's why I always tell people to say no to those people. For years. Just tell them no. No! People don't know how to deal and with the word no. And no. No is a complete sentence. Yes. And no is an awesome answer. And it's, you know, I learned, I grew up, I, I believe in God, Jesus, and I'm told to let my no mean no, my yes mean yes. And when I can't get a person to give me a yes or no answer, I know they're full of crap. <laughs> That's all I need to know when I'm like, oh, okay, you're, you're gaslighting me is what you're doing. You're trying to make me feel stupid. I get it. You're a narcissist. You don't know you are, of course, technically, but, you know, you know you're a butthole. But, yeah, if if people can't give you a yes or no answer, then there is something wrong with them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when they we start off a sentence. Yeah, I sit and watched them talk in Congress the other day, and I was just like, oh, wow. Again. But I wasn't allowed to. There were consequences for me giving answers like that. There are not consequences for those people to give answers like that. Yeah, and that, that amazes me, too, to watch people people of Congress I mean Congress to be a congressman used to come with such a uh, a status like uh, uh, you were somebody you were you know 
above a little bit above other people you know if you were a congressman but um some of the some of the blank stares some of the outright uh, disrespect that i've seen some people give to members of congress when when they're being asked questions especially when they're being asked questions um it's just astounding to me yeah i'm like can that congressman throw their ass in jail why even have them i'm like dude get get out of here turn her mic off get them out of here if they're gonna sit here and act like it give me somebody else that can answer these questions what is she doing somebody needs to fire her mm-hmm. yeah and that's and that's basically how i feel about politics right now um and i felt this way for quite a while i don't care who's in office i could care less about their personality i could care less about their personal life i just want them to do their job and only their job don't be telling me how to live my life don't be telling me how you know uh, what's it called virtue signaling or any other thing like that just do your job what you were hired to do you were hired to be a congressman be a congressman you were hired to be a representative be a representative to the people if you were hired to be if you were uh, elected to be the POTUS (laughs) then be the POTUS don't you know don't be out here daffing and eating ice cream that's not your job that guy is so creepy and his son is going to get off he's going to get off Trump will probably go to prison and about uh 20% 20% of the people will it will blow their mind and who are going to be left with you know you got someone like Ron DeSantis or Gavin or Newsom Tim Scott. Gavin Newsom won't make it Bobby Kennedy Jr. Jr. he'll get it he'll, he'll get it just because of his name but Gavin Newsom, he's, he wrecked California, uh, and now he's going to try to run and so he can wreck America. I mean, we're already, we're, already, we're already headed that direction. We don't need any more help from that. Well, they're all like <clears throat> some giant crime family, in, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> again, here you are. You know? And until you can cut the corruption out of the system, it's going to be a sh- a mess, a well, big mess. My solution, and the only thing I can think of, nonviolently, <clears throat> would be, is not to protest anything. Okay, because I have I got a reason. I'll get to it. But what I want people to do is go to their local city hall I want those people to go to the local capital I want them to go to the DC places and I don't want them to take a sign I don't want them to take a microphone I don't want them to chant I don't want them to do anything but stand on that lawn and do nothing but point the finger at the most at them but otherwise don't say a word don't talk to yourselves don't holler 
just stand there and do nothing. And I think that would frighten them. Well, yeah, it'd frighten anybody. They would think they were being invaded with zombies. Just do <laughs> nothing. And just walk away peacefully. Don't engage. Don't do it. And I think that right there would say a lot. Because, you know what? Those people know what they're doing. You don't need to sit there and put it on a billboard or scream it. Everyone in Congress, and they know what's going on. They don't need to be told. You just let them know you know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, my my thought on it was the only way to cut corruption out that that needs it needs to come from the top down or, or from the bottom up. However, the corruption needs to stop, and the, and the only way you're going to do that is to put term limits on your Congress, and that is never going to happen. And you know what? It all starts um, local. People yeah, should local. run for local office. Uh huh. But, but see, my thought too was, you know how we select a jury, you know, we. <laughs> the justice system goes out there and they pick a a swath of people and have them come in and you know they get asked questions and then the other side asks questions and then they either get selected for the jury or they don't or they get dismissed and they can go home <clears throat> so why can't we do the same thing uh, the same thing for uh, offices brilliant because really that, and start that was all and start designed and taking, putting the people putting the people back in charge of the people it's either that or uh, start with the, like the little red schoolhouses and uh, try to try to pull your people try to pull your people that, that you want to put into offices from the little red schoolhouses I like it but yeah our kids need I'm, more I mean, they would be more educated. They would have more knowledge. They would have a sense of uh, balance, a sense of morals, a sense of uh, compassion for your fellow human being. Um, that's what these are all the things that I want to try to instill into these little red schoolhouses. Little red schoolhouses. Little red schoolhouses. Go back to basics. People. I'm on a podcast. No, I don't need a light on. I don't want to see the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting. I, I'm actually sitting in the garage now. <laughs> I'm in a garage. <laughs> Sorry, we had to dispatch a bug. <laughs> I, I hope it was a palmetto. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that sounds like a, somebody I used to know, palmettos. Yeah, the moment the moment I realized those things could fly, that was it for me. I was done. 
Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what kind of alien world have I been transformed to? I was crawling up the wall, and then all of a sudden, it started, like, morphing. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Next thing I know, it's like, fly through there. <laughs> I like, know. You need a racket ball nope. racket. Nope. 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 We got one of those salt uh, salt guns that shoots salt. And it's supposed to be good for flies, but palmetto bug just li- licked it and went, mm, "Where's the margarita?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that salt thing work for gun uh, for the flies? Uh, it, um, evidently, the salt penetrates their wings and. Uh, Sometimes their body cavity, oh. and it just kills them. Okay. So it puts the salt; it shoots the salt out fast enough that it, when it hits, it just disintegrates them. Brilliant. I don't have a problem with. I don't. I don't care for what I say. I hate to find oh, out that I couldn't get into heaven. But like, dude, do you know how many flies you killed? Get out of here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'd say, I'd have to say, well, God, you, next time you let, let me be born, you, you need to give me some memories. So I won't do that again. I won't do that again. Because <laughs> I, pro- I promise you, I'll probably do it in every, every, uh, Every time I come back around, I'm going to be doing that. Oh, I could get all Jackie Chan looking with a fly. (laughs) Flopping and chopping. I broke a window. I broke a window once trying to hit a fly. I'm like, those those things can bug you. Mm. (laughs) That's God's sense of humor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about once saved, always saved. Whether or not that was a true thing. A uh, popular person on the network come up with something and made it sound like uh, if you uh, messed up too bad, you were going to hell. And it it didn't take much. So some of them didn't like that. Hmm. And they're like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well... (laughs) I don't know. You can't... be saved and then, uh... go murder people and... (laughs) (laughs) do things. I was like, uh... I do know one thing. Uh, It really pisses God off. And I know you'll go to hell and suffer something even worse than people in hell. It is, is to mess with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I was born in the church, so I've always been in it. And I've always believed me and God had a contract. There are certain things I'm supposed to do. There are certain things he's supposed to do. So there has been times I'm like, hey, dude. I know you got my back on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so, uh, I got a different perspective of the whole thing. 
But I realize most people did not come up like that. Yeah, a lot of people just need to know what good was or what bad was, you know? Well, I got that really from my, my mama. Because uh, there was good and bad for her and good and bad for my dad. My dad's good and bad was uh, <laughs> not quite like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He had a different rule book. I'm like, hey yeah. man, you can't do that. Jesus put smack down on you. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But yeah, I'm going to be talking with a guy named Aaron Miller about that here coming up my next uh, show maybe or my my next uh, interviewer or, or guy or actually yeah. a conversation because he said something <laughs> about an interview and I was like no it's going to be a conversation yeah I like the conversations they, they flow a little easier yeah we're, we're not going to talk about your background we're going to start talking about the answers here yeah and him and his dad are like brilliant with that kind of thing so uh I like to hear what they have to say. Usually with the answers, your background kind of comes out, you know, with it. Right. Uh, with the answers that you give, you know. You start giving references to the background, and, and it all comes, comes together. Well, his dad was a heavy hitter anyway, and he's been, uh, I'll call him a heavy hitter since he was like 10 or 11. I remember listening to him way back when and was like, damn, kid. <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, I thought I was pretty lit with it back then, but, you, man, I was an amateur compared to him. <laughs> he was a pro. And now, you know, he's a 20-something. So, and uh, so this will be the first time I've uh, done anything with him. I've engaged with him, you know, through the years. Made my comments here to there with his questions. But uh, mm -hmm. it'll be really interesting for people who want to hear about that. Uh, once saved, always saved. And because uh, this one guy said, uh, you know, you pretty much, you backslide, you're going to hell. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, would, uh, my final answer after a bunch of it to him, to my little inner circle was, how about this? 1,000 times saved, once saved. Because uh, you can do it, you know. Or once saved, 1,000 times saved. You're going to get saved every time. Yeah. You know, unless all of a sudden, you know, you don't like God anymore and you just like you know giving the finger and start killing people or doing whatever I don't know it's a, that's an interesting thing to think about I have to think about that one actually well, I've never really thought about that and part. see and that's me and I can't really back it all up like these guys that I've gotten they know it in all the languages like 
you know, I know King James. Well, they know it in Greek. They know it in Aramaic. They know it in Hebrew. Hebrew. <laughs> you know. And they're normal, just like you and me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to give that some thought because because uh, I know some instances of of the person getting saved and then <clears throat> walking out and molesting a bunch of kids. So, well, it, I, it'd be hard for me to, but it's not up to me. It, mm. It's not up to me to judge them. It's it, not up to it's me. It's not to up to me to judge really them. them. But I can because, tell you from what was in the God, book, God, God has already God's judged it. Sort it all out. <laughs> He's got it all sorted out. I'm sure. So. He's yeah. already got it's it judged. Some people were already judged in the Bible. And yeah. like messing with kids is like a big no-no, man. You would just might as well. I know it says to go ahead. It is better just go ahead and tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the ocean than to deal with God about that. That's, you know, so there are some things, like, I'm not judging them. I'll be like, oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Got some specialness coming for you, don't you? I'm like, wow, dude, I'll tell you what, just don't stand by me during uh, lightning strikes, please. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not telling you anything, but I I don't know if you read the Bible. And it better be your come to Jesus. You better get down on your knees and beg for forgiveness. But that's between you and God. Yeah. And somewhere in yeah. the Old Testament it said God hated Esu. E-S-S-U. I needed to, I want to look into that a little bit more. But I'm like, damn. Esu, what'd you do? That's, yeah. For, for, the, for the hate word to come out, you know, you got to really... Yeah, and called you by name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was written by, like, it meant to me, like, whoever wrote it down, wrote it, and the people, like, they knew who Isu was back then. Hmm. I wonder if it was a person or a group of people, or... See, let's think, I need, to, I need to look into that a little bit more, because that was one of the things that rack my head as a kid I'm like wow I mean you don't normally hate people I mean I know yeah. there's some things he don't like I get it but man he just he hates him and it didn't say why because he did this that or the other it was kind of like written like whoever read it back then knew yeah they yeah. didn't have to explain it to anybody yeah I'm like oh Maybe we're missing a chapter. Uh, well, there's probably a couple chapters we're missing, but I think the the long and short of it is just be a decent person and love your neighbor and, you know, be it's, a decent person. It's be easier. a decent yeah. person. Be decent on purpose. Love and be decent on purpose, exactly. Come on. Exactly. You know, I think some people are buttholes on purpose, but people could be decent on purpose. You mm-hmm. know, I got good manners on purpose. Yeah. You know, like here, and if, uh, here this, some people hate. 
some this came up somebody said somebody told me that this person thought I hated them and I was like I don't hate them I was like I don't like them I was like they don't like me they made it clear I was like but I've never treated them bad I've never called them a name I've always been nice and always used manners with them you know I don't like them they don't like me but you know I've never not been used good manners and Portal. that person was like yeah you're right and I'm like yeah you know so what's the big deal I don't like them yeah she's right I don't like her <laughs> <laughs> but That's I don't treat right. her bad Yeah, that's the best way to be. I don't call her names or bump her out of my way. I'll open the door. I'm nice. I fix things. But yeah, people, you know, and I'm like that on purpose. But I'm, I'm like that because I was raised like that, too. Yeah. Because even my dad, way back when, one of his rules was to get along with your neighbors, whether you liked them or not. Right. Well, it's, it's important, actually, because um, <clears throat> in today's society, people don't even know who their neighbors are, <clears throat> and that's a sad thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying because because if if really if something really big went down, like a bomb hit or a, a big natural disaster, a plane fell out of the sky into your neighborhood, you know. Are you going to be out there looking to make sure that, you know, old Martha across the street's okay? And what about old man Jim down the street? You know, he, he can't hardly walk. You know, you saw him taking his trash out a couple times. You know, people don't know their neighbors anymore. So so there is no sense of of somebody's gotten your, got your back, you know? Yeah. And that's a big deal. It's a big deal whenever, especially when emergencies happen. You want to be able to... Know, know that there's somebody out there is going to have your back. At least be looking for you. Yeah. I'd want somebody to kick the rubble a little bit to look for me anyway. Well, hey, man. You in there? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. You're usually out at this time. <laughs> you okay in there? Make sure you're not, not laying dead. Yeah, I was in my neighbor's driveway today talking with him. Actually, a couple times went over there. Because uh, we had some actual new neighbors move in. So we were talking about the old neighbors <laughs> <laughs> that used to live there. Like, well, man, I hope they ain't as bad as the ones we had. The last one was in there. I guess he OD'd, but when they went in there, they found out it was an after-hours uh, gambling place. They had the poker tables oh, wow. and strip stripper poles in there. Holy moly. <laughs> and here I am one night. It is, like, banging, right? I could hear it. It was, like, echoing off the houses across the street and banging back into my garage door or in here while I'm sitting. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I walk down there, knock on the door, beat on the door. He finally opens it, and he just, like, looks at me. He doesn't say anything. 
and um, like uh, and he was a giant black dude and there's a bunch of other uh, people back in there and I'm like hey man uh, I'm your neighbor and I was just wondering if you could uh, dial it down a little bit and he just turned in stepped in a half a step hit the off button and said better I'm like okay <laughs> you know and I walked off I was wanting to say well you know you didn't have to turn it down or off but <laughs> okay that, that works too <laughs> <laughs> I'm like alright I probably would have just turned it down but whatever but now that I know that they had the illegal gambling thing in there they probably didn't want any issues and anyway. wanted attention right though I do remember uh, before he OD'd uh, some bounty hunters like I usually have my garage door open and these people were going up and down the neighborhood in this giant <laughs> truck <laughs> it was like I don't know like a 450 or something it was like one of the biggest pickup trucks I'd ever seen ended up being bounty hunters in there right because I like walked out and was like hey. you know they're parked right in front of my house like who are you <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, oh, we're blah, 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 blah. Have you seen this man? I'm like, uh, he looks familiar. And they're like, is he the one that lives there? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, I've seen that guy before. I've seen him, but I don't think it's that guy. But they look an awful lot alike. They were both big, giant black guys, right? And one of them, as it turned out, the one they were looking for used to live there. Because they were trying to make me see yeah. that the guy living in there now was him. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Can't say that. <laughs> Can't say that. That guy I've seen. And I have seen him there, but I'm not saying that that is him. No, you know, no. And it yeah. turned out I was right. No, that's good. But I was like, huh? I still got their business card it looked like dog's wife <laughs> yeah but of course she's oh, Beth. she's dead yeah. poor girl yeah but they had all kinds of people they had, and they had all kinds of police show up hmm. and then like I said it turned out it was not him and it was the guy that used to live there <laughs> I remember my neighbor well isn't that him and I'm like no nah, I don't know man I don't know <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> no I don't know there's something different and, and plus it was a different photograph anyway kind of thing on yeah. a bright phone at night though I do remember one night I heard him arguing and I was wanting to be nosy, so I kind of snuck out of my little side door and snuck through my neighbor's little front yard garden area and to get closer to hear him. And I could. I could hear everything, but I couldn't understand a damn word that was coming out of their mouth. They were speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the words. <laughs> and... and Remember my other neighbor coming out and going, what are you doing? And I told him, I was like, I'm being nosy. And they're like, oh. 
they're like, what are they saying? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in because it's kind of hard to be nosy if you can't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> See ya. I have no idea what these people are saying. None. I cannot make, I cannot, the sentences and everything ran together. The I can hear words. Just not consistently. Yeah. I don't know if it had anything. It was like black women that were pissed off at each other. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm out of here. I didn't want to get too close anyway because one of the few things that scare me are pissed off black women that are big. I found that there's better things to grab a hold of. Tackle. and <laughs> Yeah. Pissed off black girls. No, pass. I don't know what they'll do. Black dude, I can handle. White dude, Japanese dude, anybody else, you know, they're all so small. (laughs) (laughs) You, you're kind of small. Who, me? Yeah. I never thought of myself as small, but okay. (laughs) Well, especially if you're, like, standing beside your boys. Well, yeah, if I'm standing beside my boys, I look like a a fourth grader. (laughs) 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 My youngest is six foot eight now. 320 pounds. Yeah, well, I look small to them. Well, yeah, anybody would look small to them. They're giants. They talk about them in the Bible, you know. Yeah, I know. They got to start calling them Nephilim. They found all kinds of, they found all kinds of the, of the skeletons, too, all across America and all across, all around the world, actually. Smithsonian, Smithsonian, yeah, I can't say it. I'm getting too tired. The Smithsonian. Uh, came in and took away the bones and then proceeded to say, what bones? What bones? You can look at the Ironton Tribune way back when in the late 1800s. Uh-huh. If you go there, go yep. to the microfish and find a story mm-hmm. about him finding one in Rome, Ohio. Yep. A mound with yep. a giant with double rows of teeth, red hair, mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. uh, uh, six fingers and six toes. Mm-hmm. And the Smithsonian Institute came in and took the bones back to the Institute and proceeded to do whatever they do with them. They turned them into dinosaurs. <laughs> turned them into dinosaurs. They pretend like they don't know what they're talking about when you can't, when you talk about giants. <sighs> but yeah, there's all kinds of... Uh, all kinds of old articles, newspaper articles. Well, here that you talk go. about. I got one uh, of the best ones. Eighteen foot. I got the best one written down right here. I keep it with me because sometimes I like to read it on my show. But this is a uh, no. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> 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 this is a speech that Abe Lincoln gave in 1848. 
The eyes of the species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Hmm. I like to throw that out there every now and then. Abe Lincoln said mm -hmm. that in a speech. Wow. So it must be true. I mean, where did he get that at? In 1848. You know, the mounds that I was talking about in Rome was like in 1880s. So. Oh, yeah. Ever since, ever since they, they've been coming to America, as early as the 1700s, they've come across the, the bones uh, of giants. Yeah, in the mounds. And, and those mounds were they were ate up right there in the Ohio Valley. Yeah, Ohio Valley. There's three of them right there in the Ashland Park. Three giant mounds in the middle of the park. <clears throat> they built a park around them. Isn't that cool? There's the one in South Charleston. Uh, where they actually divert the uh, road around it. So it looks like a um it looks like it's the middle of a uh, what do you call this roundabouts oh cool but it's a giant mound in the middle of the roundabout they just built the road around the mound cool because uh usually way back when they were plowing them down mm-hmm yeah, it's good land. Need to move it. And the Smithsonian come in and take the bones away. And but usually they had photographs. Somebody had taken a photograph to put it in the paper to make an article, because uh, that was news, you know. Reporting, reporting the truth, what you found. So Farmer John found some bones. The bones, bones. Giant bones now. Red hair, double rows of teeth. What in mm -hmm. the world? That sounds like the same uh, species that they found out west. That the Indians, the Native American Indians talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they of were the, cannibal. Yeah, the ones <clears> they, they burned cannibal. up in the cave. Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones. I can't they think. they were cannibals and were snatching the some of the Indians and then the Indians got said no more. They couldn't handle that anymore. Y'all got they didn't to want go. To the fear of them. Mm -hmm. So so they what they do set the cave on fire, do a bunch of stuff in there and set it on fire and then uh, put rocks in the entrance of the cave, keep them keep them in there. And that is their thing. They stick to it. So there. <laughs> well, is there anything else? It's about time to wrap it up for now. Anything? Say I'm fading fast. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I can't say Smithsonian, we got, we got issues. <laughs> well, we covered quite a bit and quite a bit of nothing, too. We entertaining mm -hmm. 
I have to remember all the little uh I know hashtag but that's not it the the keywords tag words yeah well tag word little red schoolhouse I'd like to see that trend I'd like to see I'd like to see somebody somebody with enough uh amplitude and uh aptitude or uh losing my words now um I like to see somebody with the money and the resources to really make that happen because I think that would help so much. Figure out how to do a grant. Get you a grant writer. You could probably do that. Grant writer. I was just thinking about hitting up Elon Musk or somebody, you know. Hey, you know, back these little red schoolhouses. We'll get a lot more brains in there. A lot more smart brains back into the mix get the smart ones in there and then we'll put the the ones that are almost as smart we'll put them in the little blue ones and <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get in there we're gonna put you in the little pink ones <laughs> I was thinking even you know I was just I just pick full house because that's what they used to be back way back in the day yeah were little red schoolhouses little red ones and that's it just kind of stuck with me and i thought that would that would be perfect Perfect." i know they they had a white one at marshall university that they moved from somewhere it's sitting uh i can't remember somewhere on fifth (laughs) avenue so fifth avenue and 17th or 18th something like that somewhere in there and it's probably yeah, yeah. A, a special ed place now but I think for diversity students go in there and hang out a <laughs> whole <A little> safe <laughs> space I had to come in here they, this guy had a MAGA hat on <laughs> and wouldn't call me Zizim <laughs> he made fun of me refused to use my pronouns he told me I dropped my penis. I've been known to say that. I'm like, hey, dude, you just dropped your penis. Pick that up. <laughs> I love being able to talk to men sometimes, whether they well, like then, it or not. Then they get offended. Then they get offended because why? Should, why would you assume that they had one? I'm like, man, it's laying right there. Pick it up. <laughs> Because you got one because uh, you are not crazy yet. Because only a crazy person would mutilate his penis. There's no way a sane person would do that. Yeah. In in my opinion. See, that way, if it's just my opinion, it's not fact. Got to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, in my opinion, all of them need to go to jail. And in my Mm. opinion, what needs to be done can't be said. Well, (laughs) on that note, I'm not going to say anything more then. (laughs) That's probably a good thing. I might even have to, we would either title it Little Red Schoolhouses or, uh, what needs to be done can't be said. There you go. Sounds good too. 
So I'll get that worked out. All right, my friend. All right, anything will, else? You good? I guess I'll talk, talk to you the next time around. Well, fine. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for making me look better than I normally do. It helps. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, anytime I'm available, that's it's a good thing. All right. Well, until then, we'll uh, we'll just, you know, see what happens and make it happen again. And we'll talk about it all. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.